You're listening to Joyful Wedding Planning, your spot for de-stressing and relaxing while you plan your wedding. You might be thinking, is that even possible? Well, heck yeah, it is. I'm your host, Emily DeClue, founder of The Joy Factor, Weddings and Events, and I'm here to help you plan the wedding of your dreams joyfully. Whether you're a DIYer or a delegator, this podcast will help you find the joy factor as you plan your wedding. Is any wedding truly perfect? Well, when it comes down to it, no. But I'm going to show you how you can have a perfect wedding despite it all. Hey, I'm Emily DeClue, founder of The Joy Factor, a wedding and event planning company based in Toronto, serving couples globally. Today, I'm wearing a very bright and shiny shirt, and it makes a funny sound just in case you can hear that. Oh, so squeaky. Anyway, I release new podcasts every Thursday to bring The Joy Factor back into your wedding planning, so make sure to hit the follow button wherever you get your podcasts. So I firmly believe that no event is ever perfect, like technically, but I firmly believe that we can change our perspective on whether or not our wedding day was perfect. Why? Because we can plan all we want, but sometimes the dog gets in the cake. Or your maid of honor forgot her shoes. Or heck, maybe you forgot your marriage license at home and you need to rush back to get it. Although, I seriously hope that never happens to anyone. But the point is, there's always something wild and wacky that's gonna happen, but you cannot let that take away from the true perfection that is your wedding. For my DIY wedding, I must have done like a zillion things wrong on top of friends and family who helped throughout the day. Like, the thing is, people just did things their way, not the way that I was expecting. But by the end of the night, I still felt like it was absolutely perfect. Why? Because I chose to see it that way. I could have been upset that our walk down the aisle wasn't perfect and we didn't get to hear enough of the song that my uncle had spent months practicing on the piano. So like, as soon as we got out the little door to start walking down the aisle, my husband started going pretty quickly and I pulled back and I was like, wait, you're going way too fast. And then I looked up and I saw everybody in front of me and I immediately panicked. I was like, oh, everyone's looking at me. And then I started rushing down the aisle. I have not yet lived that moment down, but it was pretty funny. Like you have to look at these things as like, oh, that was a funny, silly moment instead of like, oh my God, I ruined that moment. And now for me, that's like the perfect moment for us as a couple, even though it really wasn't that perfect in the moment, right? I could have been like totally worried about the fact that the chairs had been stacked to the side of the room after the ceremony. I thought that they were gonna be a little bit more like spread out around the venue, but the reality was there actually wasn't enough space to have them all spread out around the entire venue and my friends had stacked them to make it easier for us, to make it easier for all of the guests. So in my perfect plan, all the chairs are around the perimeter of the room. But in reality, there's no way that would have worked. And my friends just jumped into action to make that part of the wedding more perfect for me so that I didn't have to think about it. It also made it a lot easier to get the chairs out at the end of the night. And if you haven't listened to the episode where I talk about how stressful it was to rent those chairs, I will link to that in the show notes. But this outlook didn't come without some really hard work to be very mindful of everything that's going on in my head. So that's why today I wanna share with you my tips for having an absolutely perfect wedding, no matter how perfect or imperfect it is. It is totally possible to have a perfect wedding. Number one, whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. It's Murphy's Law. When I grew up, I used to watch that show Murphy Brown a lot, and I thought that it was her law. Nothing to do with her, but I digress. Things will just go wrong. 
the sooner that you can accept that, the easier your wedding is going to be overall and the more perfect it's going to be. Like you're going to find stuff like I did at the end of the night where you're like, wow, that is 100% not what I was expecting that to go like. But if you can have the mindset and start cultivating the mindset that things are going to go differently than what you are expecting, you might surprise yourself. You might be like, wow, I'm actually really okay with this outcome. And if this thing hadn't happened, like the chairs for me, I would have been like, what the hell are we doing? We're swimming in chairs. You know what I mean? So are there things in your daily life where you could be like, okay, I made a plan to go to the gym, but I didn't get to stay for as long as I wanted. Can you like be okay with that? And like, can you find a way to translate that into your wedding day. The more you practice being mindful about this now, when it gets to your wedding day, it's going to be so much easier. And then you'll have a perfectly imperfect wedding day. Number two, be open to the possibility of change. This kind of dovetails really nicely from my previous point. Uh, dovetails. Releasing doves. Is that a humane thing to do? That's something I should Google. If for some reason a scheduled event isn't happening at the time that you expected it to, is there a way to like be okay with it happening a little bit later in the night? Like maybe you planned for your cake cutting at 8 p.m., but people are having a really good time on the dance floor and you you want to give them some time to just enjoy themselves. Can you like switch that up a little bit? Or can you make that an intimate moment between you and your new spouse? and maybe the whole entire wedding doesn't have to be a part of your cake cutting. I don't know. Maybe that's like really important to you and, and maybe the first option is the better option where you just like switch it to a slightly later time. Can you be open to the possibility of change in the middle of the wedding just so that you can go a little bit more with the flow? Could that make your wedding actually be perfect? And I'm just posing these questions to you because like, in the back of your mind on your wedding day, when random things come up, I hope that these little tips are going to help you just like reframe and see just how magical your actual wedding day is in that moment. Number three, people are going to be doing things their way, which means they won't be doing it your way, but you really don't want to be in charge of everything, right? For those of us who love to be in control, I myself am a recovering control freak. It is really hard to let go and let other people take over certain tasks for you. Like like setting up the catering table at my wedding. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna continue to put all of this stuff out and I'm gonna like make sure that the these squares are in the right place and these truffles are over here in the correct place. And my mom yelled at me. She didn't yell at me. She was like, Emily, it's time for you to go get ready. And I had to like, just like hands down, just like let go of it all and just, be okay with how everybody else was setting up the catering tables. Was it how I would have done it? No, absolutely not. But it was done perfectly to what their expectations were. And my expectations were that they would do things perfectly. So technically to me, it was perfect. But again, it's that mindset element that you have to be okay with the possibility of change to your plans. And you have to be okay with like letting people do the things that they do and let them do it well. Because everybody is really good at their jobs, especially if you spent enough time thinking about who am I going to assign on the day to take care of these things. Of course, I'm going to choose my mom to do the catering because she used to do catering. So like her stuff was perfect. 
I would have done a much worse job. And I know that to be true. I assigned my mother-in-law to take care of making sure that we had everything packed up because I knew that I didn't want to have any of that stress. So so I made her a huge long checklist and I said, you need to make sure that all of these things get into the car. And I had to just like relax and chill. And for me, relaxing and chilling was doing my brother's hair. And that was very helpful for me. And if I hadn't assigned that to her, then I would have been totally stressed out. Now she did it in a way that I really wasn't expecting because everybody does stuff in their own ways. But the important thing was that I practiced letting go and delegating and just letting people take ownership of what I had assigned to them. Okay, number five. This one is a tricky one. If something goes really, really, really wrong, like really terribly, terribly wrong, like maybe a fight breaks out or the rings have been lost in transit or... I don't know, like there's so many different elements that could go wrong. And trust me, with so many different moving pieces, something wild is probably gonna happen. Try your best to focus on all of the things that did go right. And it's always like, you know, we get all in our heads about like, oh, this one thing, if I could just change this one thing, but like, is changing one thing really gonna make the entire difference of the entire day? No. The thing that makes the difference for the entire day is how well everything else went, right? And like, it sucks when someone comes in and maybe they've had a bit too much to drink and they kind of like ruin what what would have been like the quote unquote perfect day. And I know that sucks. And I'm not trying to diminish that at all. But if it happens, is there a way for you to look at everything else and be like, wow, like the ceremony was perfect. Or, wow, my mom did a great job of helping me get into my dress. Or, you know, just try to try to hold on to the perfect moments. And I have actually another video, another episode about staying present in the moment during your wedding day. So I will link that here. The thing is, if something goes wrong because of somebody's selfish acts, like you can't, you can't let that haunt you for the rest of your life. And you have to be able to choose to focus on all of the joyful moments that happened instead. And it's tough, but I know you can do it. So if you can choose to look past all of the quote unquote imperfect things that happened on your wedding day, you'll quickly see that your wedding day actually can be perfect. If you found this episode useful, I'd be so grateful if you followed and shared this episode with a friend or your fiance. If you have any questions about planning your perfect or imperfect wedding, drop me a line at emily at joyfractorweddings.com. I will be back next Thursday with another wedding planning episode, so until then, keep it joyful. Thanks for listening to Joyful Wedding Planning. I hope you got something out of this episode. And hey, if you did, leave me a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. It helps me to find more listeners just like you so that we can take all the stress out of wedding planning and go from panic to joy-filled moments. Need help to plan your wedding? Book a call with me at joyfactorweddings.com. I can't wait to help you plan the wedding of your dreams. This podcast was produced by The Ultimate Creative. Learn more about producing your own podcast at theultimatecreative.com.